Hi everyone, welcome to the first official episode of the Anime Dancer 87 podcast. I'm Fatisha Downs, aka Anime Dancer 87, and I will be your host each and every episode. So before we jump into today's content, I want to go ahead and give you a little backstory about myself. So I came up with the name Anime Dancer 87 back when I was first signing up to MySpace. It had been the hot new platform at the time. I was trying to find a combination of words, numbers, etc. that best exemplified my interests at the time. And Anime Dancer 87 was one of the suggested names that popped up and I loved it and I've used it ever since. While I was on the platform, it went from a spot for me to just talk with other people on the platform unknowingly learning a little bit of coding as they have the different updates to the platform and really as a way to fall into love with the international music scene um whether that be south east asian east asian european western you name it around the world if there was a band connected to it especially in the rock or alternative scene and a handful of pop acts I was someone who was willing and ready to listen and tell everyone I knew about why I loved it. And that love really led me down a path I had never expected. So I've gone from helping out a company to promote a small Japanese indie rock band for a little while on MySpace. I ended up joining the American Street Team for a German band, Tokyo Hotel, if you've heard of them. That also led to me then doing international promotion, predominantly online, for a few different Swedish rock bands. And it just really opened my eyes to the world of music and that there was a way online to connect with people that you just didn't have the ability to before. So all of that brown promotion was happening while I was also in college, and I found different ways to ingrain it into my college experience. So I would participate, like I had joined a um, world music class. And so every opportunity there was a presentation, um, paper to write, etc. I tied into the acts. So I remember for the world music class, I had gone ahead and did a pre- presentation on a few different Japanese rock bands, introduced the whole visual case scene to my classmates. I did a case study as my final senior communication report on how one of the Swedish bands I worked with was using this new idea of social media as a way to connect to bands and other fans overseas because it was just phenomenal to me. I would sometimes pop out of class or pop into a class an extra few minutes um, early or late depending on the day because I was looking through contract writers or helping solve unexpected situations. It was just a really awesome way that my life was evolving. Because when I joined college, my plan had been to be an accounting major, a theater minor, and I wanted to go into TV production, but I wanted a quote-unquote safe fallback degree in accounting. I had done a little in high school and thought, okay, cool, that would be fine. And then I had this awesome discussion with my theater Um, professor because I was doing a theater minor and he sat down with me and really asked me you know what do I want to do what classes were exciting me and 
without explicitly saying, you know, I think you should go this route, he said, you know, these are some other degrees that we offer that might be a great fit for these new things you're trying out outside of classes and then the work you want to do when you leave. And I'm forever grateful to that conversation because I became a public and professional communication major. So that was a fusion of PR, broadcast, marketing, you name it. It was just delving your hands um, into communication. And I was a servant leadership minor. So as I was temping and finishing school and had all these cool things, I had graduated during the last big recession. And needless to say, that was very stressful and trying to find secure work was hard. I actually tempted for a long time and thankfully my last temp job turned into a permanent job offer and I'm actually still working at the same nonprofit. I am working in the digital marketing space. So to me, it's amazing how social media and just technology in general are really evolving how we connect, just like how I am now speaking to you with this podcast. So now that you know a little bit about me and my story, let's go ahead and move into some of our fun topics for today. Okay, so first subject is pop culture, and we are specifically going to start with Orphan Black, which is a television show that's on BBC America here in the U.S. It's been on for five seasons. This Saturday is actually the very last episode, and I am very, very sad about that. It's an amazing production. The cast and crew are phenomenal. The storyline is amazing, and the fandom is just fantastic. I mean, I'm part of the fans who, on Twitter, every week, religiously, when the show is on, we live-tweet our reactions to it. Everyone's creating GIFs. The cast and the crew managing uh, their different social media platforms and the full social media team. It's this entire interactive experience you have every week. And it's so much that we try every week to get the show trending. We're pretty good at it. And it's just grown this following after each and every year. And from the start, they've always said it would only be five seasons. And even knowing that, it did not remove my shock and sadness that this is the last week of the show. Trying not to get too spoilery about it. The show deals with cloning, nature and nurture, and the ethics behind it all. You see everything through a female lens with the character of Sarah. Um, and the only way I'll start is the same way the show starts. She walks up to this train platform and sees a woman who looks literally just like her as if she was an identical twin step in front of a train and kill herself. Like, that in and of itself it just kind of makes you, well, what? I remember I was watching Doctor Who at the time, because I'm also a big Whovian. And when they first started showing the trailer for it, the very first season, I know that the episodes came on right after Doctor Who. And they've stayed fairly similar to that time frame. And I was trying to figure out, what the heck is this? I loved Sarah's outfit. And I wanted to know more. And the posters and everything, I mean, the marketing behind this, the storyline behind this is fantastic. Just like any other show within the fandom, everyone has their favorites. Everyone has certain episodes they might not like as much or certain characters. But there is nothing you can take away from the engagement behind this show. And it really is such a different way to do it. And even more so, Tatiana Maslany, the main actress of the show, plays all of the clones. And when I say all of the clones, I mean over 15 different characters. This woman has a playlist for each and every one that she listens to to get into the headspace. And it's just 
it's so cool how it's been done. And you're constantly watching it thinking, how is this the exact same person? So if you've not seen it before, um, make sure to look out for it this Saturday at 9 o'clock Central Time. Um, BBC America, I know they play it on Space in Canada. You can stream it online through a number of platforms as well, but I highly, highly recommend this show. And I'm so glad to be able to call myself a fan of it. We're called Clone Club, for anyone unfamiliar with it. It's started so many great friendships. Even with the cast and crew, they're very interactive. When, when episodes air, we all live tweet and try to get the show trending. It's just, it's been a really awesome way to have something that I watch on TV. It's literally the last show I watch on television. So once tomorrow's episode ends, I will be going right back to my regular mix of podcasts, YouTube channels, and then since I watch a lot of overseas shows, Drama Fever and Viki, and we can get into that a whole other episode. Okay, so one more subject I'll focus on before we switch topics again is just my general excitement over the upcoming movies for this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, I am a Marvel fan. When it comes to Marvel or DC, I will always say Marvel. Wonder Woman is awesome. Obviously, as a character, I respect DC, but it is Marvel through and through for me. Thor Ragnarok trailer, fantastic. Black Panther trailer, fantastic. I think those are all like pretty well known right now. And I just really look forward to seeing what the heck is done with it. Like, I am someone where I am not familiar with the comic books. I'm not going to pretend like I am at all. I, I was a manga person. I didn't get into the comics before. However, that is quickly changing because this, the way they've done these films is interesting. Even when there are points or characters or certain storylines that they've completely changed or just completely omitted, and I can totally understand the frustration behind that, I just really enjoy the fact that there is so much stuff I geek out over that is mainstream now. I know some people don't like when stuff becomes mainstream, but having that ease of being able to hear this stuff and see it and talk with other fans about it and find all this cool merchandise because I am collecting all sorts of Marvel figurines. I am very happy about this in general, and I can't wait to go to the films. And if you are looking forward to it as well, please let me know who your favorite character is and which specific movie you're interested in seeing, because I really just want to geek out over it. Alright, we're flying right into our next subject. And I think it's safe to say this is a subject you will always hear in every episode, especially with me working in the social media space. And of course, it means we're talking social media for a bit. But I promise I'm not going to bore anyone. If you're very interested in it, definitely let me know and I can highlight certain things. But this is just going to be, once again, me geeking out over stuff. Because it's the first episode, it's fun, and I get a kick out of this. So why not? The main platform I actually want to talk about today is Reddit, which, okay, it's been around forever. You know what I mean. It's been around for a while. Um, and you could say I am very late to the game when it comes to Reddit because I only joined it maybe two, three months ago. Um, I'd read it without signing in. Um, I know people have issues with certain parts about it. There's been certain threads sometimes that have caused definitely controversy. But I just adore it. And literally I use it to keep up on Marvel news, budgeting, because I am very picky about saving money. Um, also succulent plants, which I'll talk about a bit later because I am a big fan of those now. 
and then just generally in Chicago, the Chicago Reddit thread. I look forward to seeing it every time I am on my commute because it's interesting to me. I love the freedom behind it. I love the way people interact with each other. People are so helpful when you have a question for it. I just really, really enjoy it. Um, if you want recommendations to certain threads, I think I'm up to 15 or 20 of them now. So just let me know what you want me to go over and I'm happy to share. On top of that, for those of you that follow my YouTube channel that, quite admittedly, I do not post on a frequent basis, um, I will be reviving that channel, but I think I'm going to stick with what I have been with most of the uploads, which is occasional product reviews. Here on a podcast, just doing audio, that's so much easier for me to do when I'm out and about and with my work schedule. Um, video, I enjoy it, and I know it's ironic since at the top of the episode I mentioned wanting to go into TV production, but I'm someone I prefer to be behind the camera. This is more candid and just more my personality, but videos will be coming forward to that, so those of you who follow the Anime Dancer 87 YouTube channel, know for that. Um, and then, just heck, here with Anchor is freaking awesome. I heard about this because I follow iSocial fans. Um, on his podcast, the FOMO Fans Podcast, and he mentioned this, and I'm like, you know what, I need to see what's out there, because I want to always stay up to date with social media, even if I don't make a count, and it just so happened this one works perfectly. And so, you'll hear me experimenting with stuff, we'll, we'll see how it goes, give me your feedback, thoughts on it, I will definitely make adjustments, um, but this is just so, so freaking cool to be able to do it this way. I feel like I'm saying upset about everything, but today's a good day, so that's, that's good. Um, so yeah, social, um, those platforms are covered. Like I said, I really don't want to bore anyone. I, I can talk social media forever, but I know not everyone's interested. I have many friends who still don't get why the heck I love being on Twitter, but hopefully some of you understand where I'm coming from. We'll keep this short and sweet and we will pop right into our next subject. <music> It's going to be a personal challenge of mine to see what time limit I can put these episodes at. I know I either talk real fast or real slow, so we'll see. But our next topic is actually just fun hobbies that are awesome. We all have stuff that we find really interesting, and I've been trying to come up with a variety of things to kind of focus on because I think it's a really healthy way to have a great work-life balance or for those of you in school, a school-life balance, just a way to express yourself that's not harmful to anyone, that you get a real joy out of and should you choose to evolve that into a career or not, it's just a good thing to do. And so for me, I am going to highlight three of my hobbies, two very recent additions, one I've been doing for a few years. And hopefully it might spark ideas for you if you're trying to come up with things that you can test out because I'm on the belief, even when I go shopping every week for groceries, that you need to try one new thing every week or every month just to see, you know, is the interest there? Is it something you can handle? Is it just a good skill to have? So for me, a few years back, I ended up stumbling into the world of chainmail and so specifically chainmail jewelry. And once I found out how quote-unquote easy it is to do, I just fell in love with it for a short while. I was doing some just like small commissions for pieces. Um, if you aren't familiar with chain mail, very heavy-duty ma mailers might get a little irritated with me with this description, but it's the best way I can do it. 
So if you ever see like medieval armor and you have all those jump rings linked together, that is chainmail. There's a variety of weaves you can use and weaves are different patterns. Um, but it's just something I find very therapeutic. If you really want to geek out about it and want to test it out, there are specific pliers that you can use. My favorite gauge jump rings, here I am geeking out again, are 18 gauge 3 16th inch jump rings, specifically aluminum predominantly and then niobium. I have a nickel allergy, there's others out there, so just a little FYI, aluminum and niobium are great to work with. Um, there are a variety of places that you can get the supplies. I know on Etsy, Not Toto, Anne is one of my favorite retailers that I use for um, anonized, aka color, um, jump rings. There's the Ring Lord out of Canada that you can get all sorts of jump rings. I've gotten black steel jump rings from them. They've done a number of weaves and armor pieces for both the Thor movies and the Hobbit movie. Um, I should say movies, technically. But they're awesome. Price-wise, they're pretty cool, too. Up until, like, a year or so ago, there used to be Blue Buddha Teak. Blue Buddha Boutique. That is a tongue twister. Blue Buddha Boutique from here locally in Chicago. That was a great source, and they ended up shutting their doors. But that's a fun hobby I like. It's something where you really get it down. You can start doing it while you're watching TV or talking to people. And something about the repetitiveness I find very, very calming. So if you want to get into chain mail, I'd say look that up. Um, the way I always spell it, because there are multiple ways people tend to spell it if you're going to Google it, is C-H-A-I-N-M-A-I-L-L-E, chain mail. So check that one out. So the second hobby that I will share with you all that I've recently gotten into maybe the beginning of this year, like maybe mid-February, early March, um, is nail art. I know, you're either really excited about that or you're probably groaning right now. Either way, I'm discussing it for a second. So, nail art. I wanted to find a way to be creative with my outfits, but I'm trying to get more minimal with my clothing. And I've gone from shaving off my mohawk last um, year that I had to growing my hair back out. And so I'm not bleaching my hair for a while. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to have crazy colors back into my life because this is not okay. And nail art's what I decided to do. So I started out trying to learn acrylic nails. And I finally gave that up about a month and a half ago. Not because I wasn't getting it down, but oh my gosh, if you have never smelt nail monomer when you're working with acrylic powder, that is strong. There's a reason when you go past nail salons that the doors and windows are open because all oh, those fumes painful. Um, and so instead, I'm working with nail gel. And it's fun. It makes sense. Because you cure it with the UV or LED light, you can keep manipulating everything, all the different colors, until it's just where you want it to be. And if you're like me and very picky about attention to detail, it, it's something that could be very, very fun for you. And especially since it seems more and more DIY, like, nail artists are coming around it's just so easy to find more and more tutorials on now because that's my one rule i'm not going to school for it so i don't give recommendations to anyone i will always direct people to the actual pros there's a reason people go to school for this but since i'm doing it for my own nails and it really is the money saver i'm going the diy diy routes so that's nail art 
the other one that I am going to bring up as a hobby is I'm actually trying to get into gardening a little bit, but specifically with succulents. And I'm going to go ahead and read you guys the definition of succulents because I don't know the best way to describe them offhand. So according to the oh-so-mighty source that is Wikipedia, and I know my old college professors would probably groan if they hear me saying this as a source, is that succulents are drought-resistant plants in which leaves, stem, or roots have become more than usually fleshy by the development of water-storing tissue. AKA, if you are someone like myself or some of my close relatives who does not have a green thumb, succulents are a safe way to test that out if you're trying to get into plants because if you forget to water them occasionally, you aren't going to kill them immediately. Plus, I just really love the looks of some of the breeds, so I'll, I'll end up going into more details about that, but this is a very, very new um, hobby that I'm getting into, but it's just nice. It gives you color around the house. Green's my favorite color, so of course I love seeing leaves and everything. I can go, you know, a week or two without watering, and I know my plant's still going to be there because last summer I went to a farmer's market, bought myself some chocolate mint, thinking, you oh, know, that's great. I love mint in my diet. I can work that in. Left it overnight after a scorching day, thinking I was going to remember to go out and check it. Totally didn't for like three, four weeks. Needless to say, I went out to a dead plant. And I'm like, okay, I need something easier to start with. So yeah, if you need some ideas, you can go the chainmail route. If you like doing stuff with your hands and something where repetitiveness is calling to you. If you have a lot of attention to detail and you like experimenting with colors, you like art and you want a new medium to test out, gel nail art could be cool for you. And then if you are someone with a green thumb or who does not but really wants to get one, succulents can be great plants to try out first. So that is hobbies in a nutshell. We have two more subjects and then I will be closing out this episode. So hopefully you are still entertained and aren't yet irritated with me. All right, a super fun subject for me, grad school. <sighs> oh, school, oh, school, oh, school. I graduated with my bachelor's literally a decade ago and to come to the mindset that I was going to go ahead and pursue a master's degree was actually a rather unexpected process. Um, I had wanted to go to grad school right after graduating college. It wasn't possible financially. I was kind of bouncing between subjects that I wanted to do and it's like, okay, no, I, I just need to go ahead, get in the workforce. You know, maybe that's just not for me. And then a couple months ago, I learned about a new degree program through my employer. And I was like, you know, this sounds kind of fun. It's related to my work. It's online. I always wanted to go, maybe let's apply, see if they'd even accept me. I got accepted. That was amazing. I suddenly had a discount from my employer for taking classes there. That was amazing. And then I just found out that I got a scholarship and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I'm going, it fits my schedule and I can afford it. What? Why didn't undergraduate work out this easy? And so it's a funny kind of place to see myself out because it's one thing when you push off school because if like a lot of people, and this was definitely my education growing up, your parents or just general mentors will influence you, say, you know, oh, you know, you, you go to school, you get through high school, you apply to college immediately, you get your degree, and you will magically have 
you know, the basis you need for a great job with great perks. And that definitely happens for some people, but in no way whatsoever is that the standard. And trying to put myself in the mind place of if I could, could I really go ahead and balance working full time and going to school? And I was like, you know what? If it's something you're passionate about, something you really want to do, and the resources line up for you, the worst you can find out is that no, no, it doesn't work. But if you hold off on it, and if you're someone like me, I am totally a fan of lifelong learning. I think it is so beneficial to challenge yourself and just see what happens. And for me, I think it's going to be a fun journey. I will definitely occasionally update people with this. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, am I excited about the possibility of doing tests and papers? On one hand, it's like, no, no, it's been a decade. I, I, I was okay with being outside of the classroom, but at the same time, you look at the work you're doing sometimes, and when you really step back, you'll suddenly realize, like, oh, you're still doing this stuff. It's just not phrased that way. You may not write papers, but you're putting together reports, or you're doing email threads with people to follow up. You're having conversations that are documented. You might not be tested in like a regular testing format in school, but you're suddenly doing performance reviews. You're taking on professional development, aka it all still keeps going on. We just come up with new phrases as adults. Um, or even if you're doing this, you know, and not being quote unquote a full adult, you realize how much it continues. You miss having that break, like having a designated time where this was the time I was in the room, this is the time I'm out of the room, designated PE classes, everything. It's just a different mindset, but it is going to be a very fun journey. And so, of course, I will keep you all posted. If you're someone who's doing this, it doesn't even have to be grad school, but you're you're taking classes of some sort and you're working full time, give me your feedback. I'd love to hear recommendations on it. So, yeah, that's that's excitement over grad school at the moment. Okay, so those of you who know me under the Anime Dancer 87 alias will probably love this closing section of the podcast, and that would be my music recommendations. I'm going to try to keep this at just a handful of recommendations each episode from a variety of artists, and hopefully there are tracks you either haven't heard or you like and just haven't listened to in a while. So the first one is called Not Over You by Billy. Billy is the side project for Bill Cowlitz of Tokyo Hotel. He's a German artist based in the U.S. They are concluding their Euro European tour, I think it is right now. Yeah, I'm going to say it's the second leg of the European tour. Um, it was one of the first tracks off his solo project. It's a dance kind of pop beat. It's fun. If you've ever followed Bill Cowlitz, you know that he tries hard with dancing, but he is dorky with it at some point. The video is fun to watch. It's cool. I would definitely recommend that one. Um, the next one is New Face from the Korean artist Psy, and if you aren't sure if you're familiar with Psy, here's a hint, Gangnam Style, that viral song from a couple years back. And so New Face is one of his newer tracks off his most recent album. It was a duo release with um, one of his other tracks, but New Face is addictive. I love the uh, chorus dance to it so every time I hear it I'm in my seat or sitting on the train like walking through the moves and I'm sure other pedestrians are trying to figure out what the heck I'm up to but New Face is a fun song. The next and last one I will share is called Real Life Monsters. It's just been released by Versus Me and the track features Eric Vanlerberg of I Prevail. It is a rock song. It is fantastic. The music video is really interesting too. They use um, 
CGI effects for it, which isn't uncommon with videos, but I really like their sound. Uh, one of their members had contacted me on Twitter like a month or two ago, just mentioning their songs because I always have bands giving me recommendations because people know I love new music. And so I really like the song and I really like their band in general. I'm trying to work my way through all of their tracks right now. So those are your music recommendations. And I'm going to be closing out this podcast. So as a reminder, you can find me literally on almost every social media platform as AnimeDancer87. Um, I am going to post episodes like this in the future. I won't do as many subjects, probably keeping it to two or three. Um, I know it could have been overwhelming, but I really wanted to at least highlight main subjects you can expect from me. And the last thing I will say is what I will literally close each episode with, and that will be a quote. So today's quote is, Those who are happiest are those who do the most for others by Booker T. Washington. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all next episode. Bye.